0: Buonanotte a tutti su Radio Italia 1 Adelaide, io sono Simone Berliat e questo è Agri Adventures. Eh, Agri Adventures è un programma che si occupa di produzione di cibo ed agricoltura ma abbinati a quello che è il mondo del turismo e dell'ospitalità. Eh, nella puntata di oggi avremo l'opportunità di eh, conoscere Rachel eh, McMillan, che è la proprietaria di Scoop. Scoop S.A. è un Farmgate Shop eh, locato sulla Mine Road che va tra McLaren Vale e Willanga come poi sentirete eh, da eh, Rachel lo shop si è appena spostato con l'obiettivo di incontrare di più quelle che sono le richieste del turismo nazionale, interstate ed internazionale in maniera da trovare la locazione migliore Rachel si è accordata con i proprietari di Penny's Hills per spostare il suo negozio nello shed all'interno della proprietà. Questo permetterà a Rachel di accedere a quello che è il mercato turistico in arrivo in Sud Australia per questa stagione estiva, ma soprattutto gli permetterà di poter collaborare, con gli altri business che sono all'interno della proprietà, in maniera tale di creare quello che è un ecosistema di business per non soltanto la produzione, ma la comunicazione e l'intrattenimento attraverso il turismo agroalimentare. Come avrete intuito, questo ha un collegamento molto importante con quello che è il progetto Agri Adventures. Infatti, Rachel sta eh, sviluppando un'attività turistica da mettere sulla piattaforma. In questa esperienza, in questa visita che ho effettuato eh, nella proprietà, nel, in particolare all'interno del negozio che Rachel ha appena riallestito, fatto questa visita dove ho avuto l'opportunità di parlare con lei e di sentire un po' quella che è la sua storia, il perché ha scelto di trasferirsi in Sud Australia, il perché ha deciso di aprire un'attività legata a quella che è la vendita diretta di prodotti eh, locali e eh, quello un po', quella che è un po' la sua visione del futuro, di quello che vorrebbe fare, di quello che sta raggiungendo come imprenditrice ma anche come persona sensibile a quello che è il cambiamento che stiamo avendo sul nostro pianeta da un punto di vista climatico e non solo. Io come al solito sono sempre aperto ai vostri eh, messaggi, potete contattarmi a one adelaidecomau Potete mandare un messaggio sulla pagina Facebook, oppure potete contattarmi attraverso l'email di Agri Adventures, che è Simone Chiocciola, agriadventures.com.au. Spero che la puntata vi piaccia e ci sentiamo subito dopo la canzone con Rachel in McLaren Vale. Non scappate! So, hello everyone. Ciao a tutti, bentornati su Radio Italia 1 dell'Aide. Io sono Simone Berliat e questo è Agri Adventures. Agri Adventures è un programma che si occupa di produzioni di cibo ed agricoltura, ma abbinato a quello che è il mondo dell'ospitalità e del turismo. La giornata di oggi siamo tornati qua a McLaren Vale, siamo tra McLaren Vale e Willunga e eh, stiamo eh, qua a visitare eh, Rachel, Rachel McMillan che è la proprietaria di uh, Scoop. Ok, Rachel è, Australian, è australiana logicamente, quindi parla inglese e noi ci trasferiamo come al solito a parlare in inglese. Ok, so thank you Rachel for having me here today, so what I was saying to our friends uh, wherever they are looking at it, on the YouTube channel or on the Facebook page or on the radio, uh, you are uh, um, the owner of Scoop, mm-hmm. right? Right. And uh, you just moved over here from another location, is that mm-hmm. correct? That is correct, yes. That is correct. Lovely. So, um, as I was saying, Agri Adventures on the Radio del Adelaide It's a program mm-hmm. that speaks about uh, food production and agriculture but it's applied to what is hospitality and tourism. Mm -hmm. So what I like to do with this radio program is to make aware people in Adelaide that um, what is available in the area and uh, why it's available so not just speak about what is the product but also why the product is over here and we do this also for everyone that's following, following us if you see me look in this section of the table this is an advice from my mom by the way <laughs> uh, if you look at this side of the table it's because i'm checking their audio recording because i want to make sure that everything is running fine because rachel is a busy person and this is the right time to get her but in 10 minutes or 20 minutes, she has to run away. So better do one time and everything is fine. So my questions and my phone to check the audio. Okay, so tell me something about you, Rachel.
1: Okay, um, I'm originally from country New South Wales. Um, I grew up um, in a family that had a holiday farm. So I, um, we actually had guests that would come and stay at our farm and my mum would cook for them and my dad would take out horse rides and so i have a a background in agriculture and in tourism right from when i was very young i moved to adelaide about 20 years ago and i was in hospitality i'd been with big hotel chains um, in sydney and in adelaide and opened then went on to a new chain and opened um, five-star hotels Um, and then things changed in, the, in Adelaide and, and what was happening with the hotel scene and I decided to start my own business. Um, which was, which is Scoop SA.
0: This is a big change, I can say. Yeah. Like, I can see the lights. Maybe we we'll remember a uh, five-star uh, uh, hotel, but the rest is not really the hotel that they were expecting. But I like the fact that you, like your family, being running a farm uh, with mm-hmm. a farm stay, because you know there is a connection with what my mother's doing in Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. So I see that uh, uh, there is people thinking, I want to move out. I mean, yes. uh, I like the idea to to the working in hospitality or different industries, but a lot of people is thinking, let's have a farm and go back a little bit of lifestyle that yes. is more natural lifestyle. Yes. So, uh, we said a little bit, and you moved 20 years ago over here. Yes. Can I ask you why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: well, Sydney,
0: you know, <laughs> but why South Australia, well, why McLaren Vale?
1: I didn't actually choose Um, to move to South Australia I met a gentleman from South Australia Ah. in Sydney and we travelled around the world and we were skiing a lot and we were doing lots of rock climbing and adventure Mm -hmm. and he was from Adelaide and we kept coming back here as a base and eventually I actually fell in love with a garden that I was living at. I was in a lovely house down near the coast and it was a beautiful old garden Lovely. and I hadn't ever really gardened. I'd been too busy traveling and you know enjoying my career and this was an edible garden. There were mulberry, there was a big mulberry tree, there were fig trees, there were table grapes. Um, It was just such a beautiful bountiful garden. And I just went, okay, I need to do this myself, and started, Lovely. you know, started um, growing flowers and, and edible food for myself. So eventually, we decided to buy a house, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh my goodness, I live in Adelaide.
0: <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Look, Surprise! We really
1: plan this. But then his family had uh, a lot of history in the McLaren Rail region. Okay. So we were coming down here a lot. Going to the beaches, going to the different farms, going to wineries, and I fell in love with this region, with its diversity, um, with the you know the, the openness, with the space, with the, the culture of, of mm. the area as well. And around the same time that I was coming down here, the Wollongong Farmers Market started up, the, oh, yes. which oh. made it has had a massive impact on the region, positive impact the Odinga Arts Eco-village was being built, so the region was attracting like-minded people.
0: Yes, okay, so I've been visiting a few times the Willanga market so Mm. far, I've also been reading a little bit about the history of the Willanga market, it was like 18 years ago it was Mm -hmm. founded or something like that. Anyway, the first market, first farmer market in South Australia by the way, is that right? Yes, yes. Lovely, perfect. So, um, that's why I made you move in uh, the organic food mining. That's the, the, the full concept. So it's more a uh, uh, connection with uh, passion and, uh, and uh, location. Like, it was the right spot. Yes. It was yeah. the right spot to do it.
1: Yeah, it was the right spot and the right time. Um, my vision for Scoop was always to connect uh, growers with... Um, chefs Mm -hmm. and so that's where the concept of Scoop came about. There was nobody that was doing regional produce. Um, It was actually um, even a new concept at the time um, which I found quite extraordinary that nobody else had had thought about connecting that. Um, So the focus of of Scoop to start with was just connecting growers and chefs and making, um, trying to get as much local produce onto the menus as possible.
0: So how many producers are you working with at the moment?
1: At any one time, we're probably working with about 20 different producers, but that Mm -hmm. changes throughout the years and with the seasons. So at the moment, you know, the berry growers are just starting to come on board and the stone fruit growers. And then in winter time we work more with mainly vegetable growers. There's not a lot of fruit that grows around here in winter. So it depends on what season, but I would say over the years it would be literally hundreds of different growers that we would oh. work with. And that's everything from really big farms that are in large production and selling to you know supermarkets and interstate to the lady that lives down the road that's got some lovely juicy lemons on her tree and she brings them in and I trade her for a produce box or whatever it may be and, and everything in between. We also work with growers to help develop their businesses and mm-hmm. specify what what our customer needs are, so they will grow specifically for us. So it's the whole whole range of growers that we deal with.
0: It's a good thing. Like you're you're mainly um, designing pathway or we're connecting yes. uh, the local producers with the mine chain, yes.
1: uh, the mine yes. distribution
0: chain, yeah, yeah. which is a big is a big movement all over the planet now about yes. local food and supply locally food. Yes. So it's it's really good thing. Yeah. When did you start it?
1: Uh, it will be in December, 15 years ago.
0: Wow, yeah. so 15 years ago. 15 years. Yeah. How was it the beginning?
1: Tough. Tough, <laughs> tough. <laughs> tough, but exciting. Um, because um, there was nobody else doing it. It's tough in that there was nobody that I could really you know, ask, how do you do it? Because there was nobody else doing what I was doing. The transport, the cult co- Oh, excuse me. Oh,
0: it's okay. <laughs> well, we know that. that. Rachel is a busy <laughs> businessman, businesswoman, sorry. So it can happen. Sorry, I will put that
1: on. It's okay. <laughs> We're gonna chop um. it in
0: some way, or we can <laughs> leave it. It's gonna be more fun. Okay. Okay. So we, you were saying there was. A, I, I, I've been asking about uh, how was to start the business because how you know I'm developing a business over here at the moment, and I'm being part of many different startup ecosystems, and, and I. And I been speaking with a lot of mentors and businesses, or uh, people that are trying to start a business. So, in some way, I like also to bring the uh, the, the outcomes and the feedbacks from uh, entrepreneurs that they were not entrepreneurs and they've been facing the first phase of launching something. So, I like to um, help other people like me that they to be aware. Mm-hmm. to be aware about what happened, what will happen, mm-hmm. and then especially that uh, it's for everyone, have been hard, tough, mm-hmm. and everyone uh, I've been facing failure, many times failures, mm-hmm. I've been, I don't know now, what do you think, like, you had a tough moment, or you had the luckiness to start slowly, maybe, but without having big problems? How about you, what was the experience?
1: Well, um I think over the 15 years it's sort of been <laughs> like this. And so often you feel like you're getting to a point and achieving something, and you can have another obstacle come in your way. Or one of the hardest things to do is continue to focus on the vision. So, as a um, business owner of quite a diverse business, I've done catering, we do platters, I've had a retail outlet, you know. 14 years ago and I mm. said I wouldn't do that again and here I am 15 years ago back doing it But I feel like this is the right time and the right place mm. in which to do it and the, the community is, is ready for, for what our, our store is now um, Perhaps they weren't back then so one thing that um, I did I guess teach myself to do is not to get too stressed by each situation mm. and go at the end of the day It'll all be okay. It's just you know, it is it is a business and it is people's livelihoods. Um, But you know, so far, you 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 the the business can go like this, but you need to stay steady and you need to stay, you know, calm and be able to you know inspire staff and Mm -hmm. stay dedicated and stay focused. And so, a couple of times, I really had to bring the business back in and say, so the previous farm that we were on, for example. Um, When we got there, we were doing a a lot of different things, but the property was quite dilapidated. We started having problems with water supply, which is one of the biggest things in in being a grower. Mm -hmm. Um, And so instead of focusing on all the peripheral sides of the business, we just brought it back to being wholesalers and being growers. Um, And in that case, we had to lose some income and some cash flow, Mm -hmm. but it helped us focus on what the real business was, and that was really important for a couple of years. And then we sort of got that back in, in a good sort of movement. Mm-hmm. And then we opened up a small farm gate outlet, um, which was originally was just a self-serve shop. So people okay. would come in and weigh their own product and work everything out with a calculator. And we had an honesty box. And you know, so it was very low maintenance as, mm. a, as a retail outlet because retail mm. is very, you know, big in, in staffing hours we actually still have this aspect of, mm-hmm. of this shop for the locals who, who know how to use that system so if we're busy making coffees or whatever it may be they're able to weigh everything themselves use the honesty box and off they go and it's actually a really interesting part of our business and people say oh, aren't you scared that you know they might steal money and I'm just like it's quite the opposite actually people are very generous and um, and I think they oh, yeah. have a sense of ownership in, in what we're doing, and they know. Often, you know, they're bringing stuff that we're training as well. So there's a, a actual, you know, community ownership in, in this business. It's not just about myself, but it's about the whole whole uh, range of people that make up up the, up the business.
0: Yeah, you said like really three things really interesting. That this one is no, no more. Not that the other were not, but <laughs> uh, like. Uh, what you just said uh, you remind me how in which direction it seems to we are moving the most which is like automation like mm-hmm. all these shops now, you go in the city and you scan your own things and mm-hmm. then you get out, you even don't have to speak with people. Yes. And, uh, but you're, you're speaking what I see in the future is like people will come because they can see someone. Mm. They can speak. They yes. can, they can see, oh, how do you use this veggie? How yes. do you cook yes. it? Yes. Like we have a similar vision, like yes. to me, because, uh, unless like we're going to be people for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people with machine, Yeah, it was going to work for price, but yes. that's not what we are happy about.
1: Yes, I mean, yeah. This
0: is my, my feeling.
1: It's a disconnection, whereas what we have here is a real connection with the food, how it's grown and who grows it. Right. And my daughter, for instance, who's nine now, um, pretty much every meal that we eat, she knows, you know, that's Bob's sausages Ooh. and that's you know brine zucchinis and you know you, around the plate we know where it comes from we can't really say with who grows the rice that we have but but you know generally from from a meat perspective from a cheese perspective dairy um any vegetables and any fruit we know who the people are that grow them mm. and that's how my daughter has grown up that's how i grew up when i was younger and I think it really is an important part of the food culture in this Absolutely. region. Yeah, and Absolutely. and beyond. You know, we want to grow it beyond. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. That's just really good. The other thing you said it was really interesting. It was like you, you tried your business in the beginning, you tried to differentiate quite a lot. So you mm. opened a lot of doors, which is what I'm doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to open a lot of doors because doing that I can I can sit in the market, in a way or another, I need to please some specific position in the in the market, and uh, and then you said after you shrink. Yes. So it's like that we jump on the boat, and then we see where the water goes better, and then when we realize which is the best water, we then yes. we shrink on it and yes. we go straight yeah. on it, yeah. and then after when the flow is well and fine, then yes. we go back. Yes. On the second opening. Exactly. Okay, yes. I like yeah. that because that is the the same what. It's, it's more like to me is logical. It's mm-hmm. like something you still not knowing the best market yes. and then you you have a lot of feedbacks.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: I think one of the important thing as entrepreneur is to listen to the feedbacks, not in the point of it's me and get offended from the feedbacks, Yeah, yeah. But listen to the feedbacks and try to understand why those feedbacks are coming to you. Yeah. And then see if you have an opportunity of development yes, in that yeah. direction. So I really like it. So uh, what's happening now? I mean, I came here like, what, three weeks ago and then you were removing the roof and putting the roof back. (laughs) And I was thinking, wow, that is going to be interesting in South Australian summer in a couple months or less than a month. So what's happening now?
1: So we relocated, we started relocating here months ago um, with our plants. So we actually... Have dug everything up from the previous property and Ooh. have bought the majority of it here to okay. Penny's Hill. Um, and then Sarah is here as well today, out watering. She has land at the top of my Ponga Hill, which is just down the road, okay. where she's growing a lot of produce. And then we also have another property down at um, Ordinga Beach, where we'll be growing a lot of our native produce.
0: So may I, you have producers? They're mm-hmm. coming over here,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they're working with you.
1: Um, Is it kind of
0: office for them? Or uh, so we
1: have we have producers that um, grow particularly for us, you know, and some for other markets as well. But I also have um, you know staff and people that I work with who are now becoming growers themselves as well. So uh, Sarah, for instance, who I just mentioned, she's a sheep farmer mm-hmm. um, but she works for Scoop to supplement her income, mm-hmm. and, but now she's actually becoming a vegetable farmer as well. So this year, because it's a little bit cooler up there, because she has really good water, uh, we've chosen her site to be growing all our heirloom tomatoes mm-hmm. and eggplant and capsicum. Um, down here, in, uh, if we look at um, the heat that we had Last summer, it was just you know so intense and so extreme, and so a lot of crops were just burnt, just cooked, you know on, on the on the vine. The tomatoes mm. were just boiling basically. So it's very important for us to have that diversity in Absolutely. being in food production, and having several different sites and different um, you know, small climate zones is is really important for the um, continua, continuation of of our food production, we um, we do have specific things that we grow We, Us as growers, as specialty food growers, and our main customer is the wholesale market or the food service market, mm-hmm. so restaurants. So chefs are constantly asking about different products, but also we develop a lot of products ourselves too, and, and not so much develop, but we have a um, constant... Um, I guess, interest in what we can get out of every plant and what products we can get out of a plant. Mm -hmm. So if you take, for instance, a radish, you can have a bunch of radish, 10 in a Mm. bunch, or we can grow it as tiny little radishes which will go directly onto the plate without being even touched by the chef. They just look beautiful and you eat them fresh in a little dipping sauce. Or you let them go to flower, and then all the flowers are edible as well. And then when it goes beyond that, there's a little seed pod that is edible, which can be cooked I up. And what about the seed pod? Yeah. So yeah. That, so there is just within the radish, there's you know five different products. So we're we're value adding our um our, our products all the time and looking at different ways that they can be used. So the customer drives. Um, what we choose to uh, grow but we also are constantly suggesting different ways to chefs of using plants and the the different flavors and textures and things that you can get out of out of different plants
0: well that is uh the old school Mm. like that's what uh, in italy was which was uh, a chef was uh, able and capable to understand the uh, the environment, which direction mm-hmm. the, the, the food production was going and then the, the skill of a chef was not to uh, say I need to have always the same square yes, yes, but yeah. it was, uh, oh, this week I'm gonna use this and yes. that and that and the next week I'm gonna use something else Yes, and then um, like to me working over here for the last three years I've noticed how hard it is uh, for a chef uh, changing the menu constantly because you have this pathway of communication that is always broken in some mm, way mm-hmm. so you maybe made a beautiful dish that is super seasonal with the dead ingredients and uh, it ends on the plate on the table and the waiter doesn't know about these ingredients yes. and because of that the information and yes. the knowledge get cut yes. and at that point the customer point out i want to have a sauce and i mm-hmm. say, no
1: doesn't yes. work like that yeah, don't yeah. do that no it's not the yeah. time it's the without, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: you know and oh i want to have these and uh, they, they speak about the veggie that is uh, not off season mm-hmm. is coming from another country yes and they don't know about this thing yes. so i i strongly believe that people like you are helping to maintain a uh, 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 knowledge mm-hmm. this knowledge of uh, these uh, uh, connection with the planet mm-hmm. with the with the soil mm-hmm. and then also help to grieve the value mm-hmm. because when somebody walking in a shop like this they are considering to be open-minded yes. this is a, a farm gate shop yes. so it's a place where people come to learn things and enjoy things yes. not coming because uh, they want to have oranges uh, in the in mm-hmm. full summer yeah, or, yeah.
1: exactly. and
0: yeah. so that's why actually I came over here and yes. I it, you you probably remember when I was managing Oxenberry Farm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the first buyer where I bought vegetables it was it was you. Yes. Because I was happy, you know, things were yes. coming in yes. and tasting. Ah, oh, that's different, finally yes. tasting like yes. something. Yeah, yeah. Then I had to change, unfortunately, the supply mm-hmm. chain. And, uh, but, uh, still that, like you see, I'm back. Yes. From <laughs> <In> a different <laughs> point of view, but, but I'm back. Okay, so, um, you moved over here in Penny Hills and uh, you moved, I believe, because the location, mm-hmm. we are on the Main Street over here. Yes. So you were expecting to have a more uh, tourists coming over, or yes. what are you were expecting? Like, yes. why do you choose over here?
1: Um, well, when we decided to leave the previous property, um, I looked around for the right place to go. And as I said, from a growing perspective and growing our our product, it was very important the water and the climate. But from a tourism perspective and from a retail perspective, as you say, this is main road. There's a gin bar next door. Oh, okay. The cellar door. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Further down, and there's a constant flow of tourists in this in this area. Mm. So. It's not just our regular customers that are now coming and eating and shopping here, but we get a lot of people who are just wandering in, and um, so they get an experience of of food from the region. They see some beautiful products. Um, There's lots of things that we have, so we've changed the orientation of the shop a little bit to have more gift-style products Mm -hmm. as well, so people can take home some beautiful honey from Kangaroo Island, for example, Um, and, it's a, it's a more, um, I guess, diverse experience mm-hmm. now. Um, we also uh, have always looked at doing tours on our farm. Okay. And uh, it's always been part of the vision, but organising that has been, you know, something that just hasn't got done. So thanks exactly. to meeting yourself, exactly. this is something that we can do now and I guess that brings me to the point that um, this now is a business that's working with Pennys Hill Winery, mm-hmm. it's, we work with the Gin Bar, we work with students, which I haven't mentioned previously, but we have horticultural students that work within the business, and they're doing practical on-the-job um, learning. Cool. Um, so you know, one of the um, obstacles of, of a business these days is obviously cash flow and efficiencies and scale. So by working with other businesses and partnering, um, that's how you know we're able to uh, continue to to you know thrive. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, as well as a business owner, you get you know sort of trapped in your ways and thoughts, and you know particularly if you're on your own. And how do you do things? Whereas if you're partnering with other people, listening to that feedback, listening to their ideas. Having their areas of expertise that can that, that can help you in certain areas. It's all it all makes to having a more robust, long-term, sustainable Absolutely. business.
0: Absolutely. And this is actually why I design Agri Adventures platform mm. because uh, uh, unless uh, being only one business, mm-hmm. really only on yourself, or you have a lot of uh, money to mm. be like or uh, it's really tough, it's really Mm. hard because uh, well over here as you said you're in McLaren Vale, McLaren Vale is a touristic region Mm. therefore tourists are passing by Uh, you need just to pull out a sign and then they're gonna ask, Yes. maybe one every Mm ten but it's still good, one, how, how much money you have to invest if you are not located in a touristic area to Drive people in. Yes. Like that's the difficult thing. That's why, to me, Agri Adventures is really important because uh, it allows uh, businesses that they have a small, ca- small scale size, size, to be at the same level than the big one because they are all part on the same platform. Yeah. So when I've been traveling, I've been visiting South Australia, in many different direction, and, uh, and to me was always uh, not upset, but it was sad that it was not possible for me to get in contact with the direct producers, yes. like I went to visit Flinders Ranges mm. and then on the way up, I love it, but I couldn't find where to buy vegetables or yes. food. Like yeah, yeah. I ended myself to go and buy food from one of the big chains, yes. which is nothing wrong, but really how many yeah. businesses are on the way up mm. that I could simply stop Yes. buy something and yes. go. Yes. And this is something that people are looking for. Mm. I looking for. You probably looking the same. Like mm. learn about this, the story behind, but also yeah. having this tiny spot where go and yes. enjoy the, the true, the yeah. real connection. Yeah. So, Ag Adventure's platform allows to have businesses there jump all together on the same platform. Yes. And uh, if it doesn't work for you for a couple of months, but it's working for somebody else, but they are keeping the platform running. Yes. Yeah. So there is mm. a balance, a constant mm-hmm. balance where, yes. in the end, we work all together mm-hmm. to develop this local food production, which yes. is one I believe it's really important for the future.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, well, at this point, what are you gonna do over here? I mean, apart from selling veggies, do you have any plan yet for your experience, like or touristic, or what were you looking? You spoke. You spoke about tourism. What What would be the so the first um,
1: option that we're looking at is edible garden mm-hmm. tours. So as I said previously, we specialty growers in, in edible flowers, rare herbs, beautiful crests. Um, so we would like to be able to take, whether it be somebody from Wollonga or somebody um, from Sydney mm-hmm. you know, on a, a food tasting experience through our garden mm-hmm. and explain why we've chosen certain plants, what the use of that is, uh, let them for themselves actually taste things and you know it's exactly. really interesting there's a borage flower for example which is a little purple flower mm-hmm. and to me it tastes like cucumber and to some people it tastes like oysters Ooh,
0: wow. Which are
1: two very, very different flavors. Yes, they are. But it's quite um, distinct how, you know, people will go, oh, that's just like oyster, oh, that's just like cucumber. Um, So I had students, as I said, this morning from the local high school who were all agricultural students and I did a tour with them and they were all listening to me the teacher said oh they don't have a very long attention span don't talk for too long they were all listening quite intently but the minute they started tasting things chat 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 and a lot of excitement and a lot of you know they'd never eaten flowers before mm. and then we were eating radish pods and then we were eating the crest and the peppery tasting mustard crest and it's it's actually really exciting for me to be able to see people just their faces light up and there. You know, through taste, yes. and it's not just through taste; it's through looking at something that's very beautiful as well. And eventually, for me, you know, I get to then go and you know sit in the restaurant, and my product is then being looked after and handled and turned into a beautiful piece of edible artwork by mm-hmm. a chef. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually with our, our tours and our tourism experience that that long term will be the goal with this property that it's a full paddock to play experience okay that you can come in that you can sample things in the gardens that you can see how things are grown and then you can go and have a beautiful meal with wine that the grapes are grown just out here we mm-hmm. may incorporate it with some sort of you know wine tour as well mm-hmm. we have our our native produce that we're growing too so uh, incorporating all of these different things into a, a full experience it's not just go out and have dinner it's actually understanding where things come from and you know the effort that goes into growing them
0: it's a sensory experience mm. something that I'm trying to develop too because mm-hmm. is a well to me as a connection with uh, with uh, my childhood and also my passion like sensory and uh, we uh, enjoy the life not using just eyes. Yes. So smell, the, the taste, and yes. then, so uh, to me the life is much more interesting, more fun, and uh, I like to transfer this fun in in people when they come with me. We do yes, these experiences yeah, yeah. together. So again, I see a lot of connection. Yes, huh? yeah. I can see a lot of connection. Well, okay. So I think is. Um, in, in the beginning I was thinking to ask you if what was the vision mm-hmm. but I say that in my opinion the vision is not there but the vision is here now mm. because you are already approaching what it was the dream,
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. that
0: is the, the, the stage in which this business is uh, uh, from my point of view mm-hmm. and it's super cool, I yeah, like it because yeah, you are yeah. on the other side at the moment like yeah. that you're established and you're trying to go back on the dream and make yes, it happen yeah. so it means that the market didn't bend you mm-hmm. and you are finding yeah. your spot yes. and the market will come to list because a lot of people is looking for these things now. A yes, yes. lot of people is looking to travel and find sustainable experiences yeah. and uh, there is a, a thirst of uh, knowledge, of this kind of knowledge mm-hmm. because now we used to go to the supermarket, get things always the same size, same color mm-hmm. and we, we, we don't even realize what's the huge difference in complexity that yeah, there is yeah. behind yeah and uh, and uh, if we learn again uh, on uh, approach and appra- uh, appreciate these products, we are gonna open again a market that mm-hmm. was local produced and it was sustaining a lot of family and yeah. it was uh, not impact from the big problems like oil or things yes. because it's yes. produced locally, sell locally yes. and then you know where to go mm. to get them and taste and enjoy and you get in contact directly with people. Mm-hmm. And that is the dream, people to people, local food and that is good. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay, I think that was enough, Correct? Yeah. yeah? yeah. I think it was enough. So thank you very much okay. for have us coming over My for pleasure. this interview.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I am gonna switch a second in Italian. I'm gonna tell, okay. speak with them and okay. then say bye. All
1: right.
0: Bene. Uh, spero che le, l'intervista vi sia piaciuta. Io penso che um, uh, Scoop and Rachel, um, Penny's Hills, comunque quest'area, McLaren Vale stia uh, cambiando. Uh, in un certo senso quello che è il turismo eh, in Sud Australia, spero di dare una mano nello sviluppare Eh, grazie per aver seguito la puntata di oggi. Eh, mi raccomando, se volete lasciare eh, dei messaggi, potete mandarli a info: radio1adelaide.com.au, potete mandarli alla pagina Facebook oppure potete mandarli uh, ad AgriAdventures uh, su Simone: chiocciola, agriadventures.com.au. E naturalmente venite a trovare Rachel perché è qualcosa che sta iniziando ed è interessante. So thank you very much. Thank and you, uh, People that will follow us on YouTube if the video is still working, yes. unless they will follow us just the radio.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Grazie. Gra- out. Oh, thanks. Done? Okay.
0: Ciao. Ciao, ciao.